Welcome to episode 69 of the Echo Chamber. 69? I can't believe 69. you guys have been on for that long! I know, right? That's amazing, guys. That's really cool. Regular listeners may notice that this is not Kev on the other end of this call. It's not, really? In- introduce I can yourself. I try to sound a little bit. <laughs> Hi, my name my name's Monique and I was on the legendary episode 25 together with David Burrell and uh, finally I was asked back to do this uh, episode with Dave and I'm really excited because it's can I spoil what it's about please do please do yeah it's about the Rose Garden uh, a stage at Tomorrowland and it is one of my favorite ones really just because there's a huge dragon's head breathing smoke at you while you're dancing and we were all very very scared that after 2019 they were going to take it away because it had been there for three years and usually after three years the stages do a change but because of covid it looks like it's going to be there again Yay. i know this is i love the stage like so many good memories of it the fourth years i've been at Tomorrowland. and so this set is an attempt to uh, capture some of the tunes that we've heard there and tunes that i think would fit well there uh, I've done a bunch of research and uh, put together some long mixes. I've only got 20, 25 tracks. It's an hour-long set. Okay. This is Clapton. Did he ever host a stage? So he's not hosted one at uh, Rose Garden yet, but he is hosting... He's doing daybreak sessions. Uh, one of the weekends yeah. this year, which is super exciting. But I think usually he has hosted other stages, like the the core. I think the Rose Garden is oh, yeah. small for him already, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I remember the very first year I was there, uh, Oliver Heldens hosted it, which just shows how much he's grown as well. If you yeah, can imagine for sure. him in that tiny stage. I was saying to, to Dave before as well that um, Rose Garden is one of those stages where every day there's a new host and their music isn't necessarily similar. So putting yeah. together this set must have been really quite difficult because it's not like when you did Atmosphere, it's so obviously uh, trance, you know, yeah. So I looked back through stage hosts and the types of music they've played. Rose Garden seems to switch a lot between this sort of mellow, chilled, like almost Afrobeats house. Uh, things like Purple Disco Machine, uh, which yeah. we saw there, into some much heavier stuff. And I've, I've set, sort of stepped back from that because there's other stages to do that. I, I really like this sort of chilled, gentle vibe. This was recorded on a Sunday afternoon when it was chucking me in, so I sort of stuck it on and was relaxing and dancing to myself. Yeah, well, it's raining cats and dogs in Holland, so it's a perfect, <laughs> perfect fit. And well, and especially after the last set, it's a nice sort of change that. But you're going to run out of weeks because it's five weeks till we go, and there's 16 stages. That's right. Got <laughs> <laughs> have to pick our favorite. I know Kev's super keen to do um, the indoor stage, the freedom stage. that's going to be what a lot of Armin and a lot of Eric Prince I think he, it's just for him it'll be solid Christoph <laughs> maybe 
I looked up the timetable, and I think for you and Kim, there's just way too many clashes. The timetable is rough. It is hard. Uh, like Friday looks incredible. I don't know where to go Friday. Like main stage looks great. Yeah. But then you've also got Eric Prince and Christoph playing Friday at similar times to some big names on main stage. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday, there's not as much pull. And I remember this no. was the case the last time we were there. Saturday was yeah. like an easy flow and see what's going day. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, and I, you know, discover some new music. Yeah, and then Sunday we're back to big names again. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a look. What you didn't stick around for Eric Spritz last time, did you, Hollister? No, I was too busy. I'll be the same this way. Were, was a concern with the indoor state like freedom stage for Eric Prince because it's going to be mobbed and uh, if Jen and I test positive for COVID after we've been there we won't get back in the train now so there's that to consider as well And I was at a festival two weeks ago, a 909 festival in Amsterdam, yeah. which, by the way, needs to be on your list. It's just one day. It's organized by Loveland, but the average age is like 45. I was oh, nice. Around. I was like, I want to be in this one. <laughs> You're absolutely loving it. But it was crazy. It was everyone's first festival back. And people were just hugging each other, happy. That, so you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna be able to get around that. People are just so happy to see everyone. You get a hug, get a squeeze, yeah. So I'll just have to wear my mask. Yeah. You got any fancy ones? Uh, I'm looking at some at the moment with some sort of LED light up ones. But the problem with that though is if you wear an LED light up mask, everyone's gonna be like, dude, that's so yeah. cool! <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You better wear like a really boring white one or black one. I'm gonna get the um, Ali and Fila have, have got those t shirts and say, fuck off, I'm mixing. I'm gonna get one of them <laughs> on a mask. <laughs> nice. Well, I've got my fuck off, I'm dancing shirt. That's right. That. Yeah. Not sure I still fit into it. <laughs> I will. Yes, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. It's a little, it's a little feminine, but you know, you be able to you, it off. You haven't seen. You don't remember my dancing, was it? <laughs> my kids talk about your dancing because I show them videos of you dancing in your office, and they go, and "You know what they say?" They say, "Oh my God, that would be so great to have such a fun dad." It was just, like, I don't even refer to you as a teacher anymore. Like, can you just imagine having a dad? And, and I get insulted because I go, I do that. I do crazy dancing with me in the house. But I guess it's different when it's, you know, your own mom. Yeah. And Juliet has her own phone now. But when I went to, really. Um, but when I went to the festival, she's like, you got to send me a video, right? So I got one of my... Um, friends to video my brother and I, you know, doing the hands up in the air thing. 
um, and send it to her. And she, she just replies, oh yeah, okay. I'm like, you asked me for this? <laughs> This is Magical by Vintage Culture. Are they on it? Great question, and I'm just going to pretend I know the answer and look it up. Okay. And then I'm going to edit out the pause so it sounds like I'm super knowledgeable. Not getting I'll leave oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think Vintage Culture is there. Yeah. Our weekend, but I'm, I'm sure I've seen them on the list. I'm starting to get really sort of spoiled though when it comes to the big things because I'm not, well, I'm not, I don't necessarily see Eric Fritz anyway because I saw him do Holo last time. But like Boris Horn, I yeah. saw him 15 years ago and I saw him again two years ago in Egypt. He's great, but you know, I'd much rather go see Hardwell. Yeah. Or Fisher. And then Armin from Europe is in Hartwell, yeah, that's on the Friday. That's a, that's that's like a and like I think from five o'clock till the end of Friday, it's just back to back great DJs. I think there's one in the middle where I was like, meh, but yeah, there's nobody Afro else Jack on that you would. <laughs> no, but it's Afrojack Afro with Rehab, I think. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Like, it's not just going to be him yeah. not turning up because he's got a new Porsche. Well, and <laughs> you, you will have seen Afrojack on Thursday evening. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I've got Peter Legrand, who I really quite like. He's going to be at the stage that's replacing Lotus, which replacing Organ of Harmony. Oh, yeah. So that stage was only there for a year, because it was the winter what stage. It, what is it now? Is it the library? The library, yes. That, so okay. What they think, for is that uh, it'll be the books from 2019. It'll be a uh, long yeah, yeah. stage. Well, and I've got my good friends on the link for on Sunday, and I'm with pretty much no one, so I'm expecting, yeah. expecting everyone to be there. <laughs> uh, so let me talk a little bit about Rose Garden from what I remember yeah. of Rose Garden. Yeah. Rose Garden, as Monique said, is a big dragon. So, and, and like, if you imagine Smog crawling over his pile of gold, the way that he crawls, you could sort of dance under his arms. <laughs> and people yeah. are just sitting inside, and I remember. Very clearly, Kev and Jen sitting over at the side watching us dance and just the watching the crowd enjoying machine. Purple Disco Machine, that's right. And we met those magazine like writers that get, they wrote oh, articles yeah, yeah, yeah. for DJ Magazine. Yeah. And we were chatting to us about what we did and why we were there and stuff. And it was just such a beautiful day. The sun was out, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. We'd been dancing for quite a while. Just, you know. It was my first experience with Purple Disco Machine, and I have been hooked since then. Yeah, 
well. So you're dancing underneath these wings, so underneath the head that moves side to side, and her eyes so definitely a sheep. And she looks at you or wherever you go. It's a then you walk away from the stage, and then you realize that her entire body and tail is submerged in the lake that's right that's behind right. it, and just comes up at certain at certain points. It's things like these that make it completely understandable that they started construction two weeks ago, or something yeah. that isn't until the 15th of July. It's just uh, the details are insane. Speaking of details, when oh. you go to Tomorrowland, <laughs> you don't just you don't just get a PDF ticket, which, to be fair, would be cheaper. You have to pay another, what is it, like 40 euros for the treasure case. And it comes to you by post, and this year they've been crazy early with sending out the treasure cases. And I've actually already received mine, seeing as no, I, I have not. I have not received mine yet. It's going to Scotland, so it's going to be there hopefully when we get there. But Monique's going to... Are you getting everyone's? Uh, that's a good question. No, I think I just get me and Jen's, and then okay. Kev's and David and Stacey, they're going, oh, so Monique just took a drink out of a green plastic cup, and I thought this was her showing me the treasure case box. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 it is not Okay. Right, go on. You're going to have to show so, it to me, but describe it for everyone else. Yeah, so the theme, from what we've seen, they, they put out a trailer. It's like you're going to a movie, and what we've seen, it's really about sort of a trip around the world, isn't it? Like we see the pyramids, we see rainforests, we see yeah. all kinds of things. They call it the reflection of love. My takeaway is that it's the unity of it all. Right? It's like loving it. So, the box. Not that big, but we see um, the stars, really. It's like a, what's it called? Uh, astrology yeah. map. You can see planets on it. It's black with gold lines for the astrology map. And then, you open it. There's a little clip. I'll get it. And inside is white sort of velvety box with a compass inside. Oh, nice. Gold compass inside. And it actually, actually works. It actually <laughs> You'd have to bring the whole box. Well, it, it would be an odd thing to take out. camping, wouldn't it? The entire box. Well, I haven't <laughs> tried to actually take it out. I don't know. Well, probably could. But it looks, looks pretty fancy, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. That's so it's cool. all white and gold. Um, and then underneath, there's a little drawer that gives you your all-important bracelet. It has a chip in it with which you get entry to the vessel, which is a new pay with everything with your bracelet, etc. Now this is where it gets funny. So it has a little card to welcome you, etc. But this actually says the dates in it for 2020. And not for 2022. So there was a little note with it saying, ooh, the little brochure has the 2020 dates in it. But you're good. This is a 2022. <laughs> Can you imagine okay. whose job it was to open them all and put in the little note and close them up and post them? <laughs> no, they put, it, they put it not in the box, but okay. with the, on top of the box, in the, in the box, the, the carton box again. And then the bracelet this year, who this thing is going to look ugly by the end of it, because it is white. Oh, <laughs> that's going to be filthy. That will be perfect. But 
50 gold. And it tells you you get one, magnificent ring. So we're on it. That's wicked. That's, yeah. And it just, it gets me so excited. And I took a, I made a little video, sent it to my brother. I'm like, oh, they do know how to, you know, get you hyped. <laughs> and he goes, uh, I'd rather have 45 euros back. <laughs> I like it. I think it adds to that, to the novelty of it all. Yeah. Now just not to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got my Nedroy through there. You gonna wear all of them? Oh, that seems to be the thing to do, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it gets heavier and heavier now. Yeah, just walking around check out my bling. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people do, don't they? They have like six yeah. bracelets from previous years on them. Yeah. That way you don't, because that's how every conversation tomorrow then starts. Hey, dude, where are you from? <laughs> Holland. First time? No, dude, check the bracelets. Fourth time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is very Rose Garden-y though. Like it's just, it's a chill, it is, isn't smaller it? outdoor stage, isn't it? This set sort of builds and, and fades down to this sort of really chilled sort of Afro house vibe you just got yeah. like, little drums and, and a bit of synth going and then it builds up to sort of bigger tracks that people know and dance to and a bit more kind of uh, like mainstream. summery yeah mainstream summer and then dips in that again like it probably would during a day yeah that stage like if you come in at four or five o'clock it'd be much more and the, the hosts that tend to play there, they, they tend to be a little bit older. It usually has a little bit of an older crowd. Like this year as well, during week at one, the 2010-2012 stage is there on the Sunday. So these are names that were big, well, 10 years ago, obviously. So probably not a lot of 18-year-olds there. I don't know if you can hear in the background, there's like long mixing going on. I've yeah. already got my next track in and I've got a loop on from the previous track. Yeah, you're gonna have to re-record it with Kev if you wanna do all the technical stuff. <laughs> I can hear two. I can I can hear two. Okay, of okay. Those. We'll go with two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good with two of those, yeah. <laughs> sets you guys make. I often, like, sometimes I hear you say, yeah, I played at this party or this event, but a lot of them, they're just made for the show. Like, no one yeah. ever hears them outside. That's right. Commitment. Yeah, 69. commitment, which has been a lot harder this year, because we've both been super men busy. Like, we're coming up on having, I think we've been doing them for about a year and a half. Yeah. No, two years. March, April was the first one. First lockdown. Jürgen? Yeah, first lockdown. I need to go back I remember to I need to go back to in April, April 2020 or something. Or May, maybe the latest. So that still is June now. So. But that's okay. I mean, because also, yes, you know, we still had a winter with lots of 
lockdowns, but life has been back to normal more. And then these are the kind of things that you don't find time for anymore. And I think it took us a while to find our final form. I remember sort of mucking around with formatting at the beginning. I, I've actually been back and listened to our first episode, and it is pretty ropey. <laughs> I'm not saying we're perfect now, but yeah. you know, we've come a long way. <laughs> but what do you mean? What you guys discuss, or do you mean the, the just the sound technician part of it? Or oh, the both. Sets? Both. The yeah. sets are more dynamic because our DJing has got better. We're yeah, more in tune enough. with what we want to say. Like we used to sort of spend quite a long time at the beginning. Um, now it's just, hey, how you doing? Let's press record. Let's go. You know. <laughs> and then the the evolution of the after chat has changed uh, as time has gone by. We actually, ed- I edit out quite a lot of the stuff that we say afterwards because it goes on and on and on. It's not, I know it's not interesting to people who are listening. But how many listeners do you get um, per episode? Oh, 60 sometimes. It's quite a lot. I think we're up about 4,500 lifetime listens. Right. Has anyone caught on yet that you don't personally know? That is not like. Oh, it's hard to tell. Um, it's hard to tell. The, the, the number of countries it's been listened to in is big. Um, you, on SoundCloud, you can get a, a map. That's right. And, and, but there's a lot in places that I don't necessarily know that they've been to. Right. Uh, we're struggling to break the, the African continent. We've got South Africa, we've got Egypt. And it's just a void in between. And then South America, we've just got Brazil. Right. Um, I should have but listened the rest to you of the world. in Tanzania. Did I not listen to you while I was in Tanzania? Uh, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool if I wanted to be prepared. Ooh, you should get some like merchandise. Just, I don't know, lighters. With and talking about it tomorrow, I mean, this is your audience, right? This yeah. Is your target audience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to tweet them and say, We want to play toilets. Give us an hour. <laughs> I want to play the smallest stage. You know, they've got that like DJ deck under the little mobile yes. park thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this year, memory stick. Just going to bring it on and go. Because I'm not afraid of the equipment this year. But you know that sometimes, like, some of the major DJs play that. Like, Afrojack yeah, is renowned Afrojack for does. taking um, over and, and playing it, like, underneath the bridge or something. Yeah. But you have to figure out and find out where it is. So I remember last year it was tucked away beside, well, when, when I saw it last time, it was tucked away beside the atmosphere tent, right to the right. Yeah, it's, it's usually between, like, on that route past Rave yeah. Cave. But, I, but we saw it. Past the Rose Garden, down towards that like crazy flying sword, super hardcore stage. That's gone, apparently. I saw something about it being back this year. So, the, the host is back, but apparently there's not going to be a stage there. Hmm. Someone, well, Reddit is my main source. For <laughs> is it Q-Dance? Q-Dance, no. yeah. Q-Dance. 
Yeah. I remember we went there in 2018, and it was just a bit. It was. It was. It was extreme. Yeah. Well, and also the people that were there. The, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like we we walked into a dance music equivalent of a BDSM party. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, but that well, that describes it really, really well. For sure. And you're like, hmm, this is new. Uh, let's go. <laughs> well, you know, we had to see all the stages once first. <laughs> oh yeah, I've already decided. I'm going to leave the tour to you again. You and Kev can take the movies on the tour, and then Jen and I'll just hang back. You know, I expected that to happen, and I actually yeah. think Stacey will. Uh, hang with you and Jen, and not care, and, and not care. She's there for the for the people, not for not for the whole experience. Yeah. Actually, mate, mate might not join you. Nah, he will. He will. He will. He's gonna be all over it. Yeah. Oh, and it's just such good fun to go with people that go for the first time. It's like you're seeing yeah. it all through their eyes again. So that'll be good. And even just the first night. They're together, and then halfway through, you tell them like, "Yeah, but this is the small part." Yeah. <laughs> so I remember the first. I remember the first time I went. Looking at like the the gathering stage, going, "This is incredible! Like, this is the biggest stage I've ever seen." And then you're like, "Yeah, the festival's not here. You got to walk another couple of miles that way." Like, sorry, what? What is this? <laughs> Pre-party only. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing with the music you've chosen. It just, it feels like just, let's have a chat and just have the yeah. song in the background a little. It is going to be a logistical nightmare getting all of us there at the same time. Yeah, this is, this is going to, I'm, I'm not worried about that logistical nightmare. I got my transport. <laughs> and uh, like, once we get to the, the Netherlands, we're good. Um, yeah, no, but like you guys are going to, get in on the other end of Dreamfield from where I'm going to get in. I've got all the tents and all the everything, which there's just no way. So I think Jen and I will bring a tent. We brought our own tent last year, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, so we'll bring our tent. I close my eyes and let the vibes take me to another place. And it's called House. like this part of the set wasn't instrumental, it wasn't voicey enough, it was two drums and not enough kind of keyboard and gospel singing. <laughs> this is a little bit maybe like the core of the play yeah. well. This underneath the, like, you know, down yeah. sunlight, sort of underneath oh, the trees. Oh, oh, oh. That was a great stage. You. It is a great stage, but usually the people that play there, like after an hour, I'm like, eh, let's move on. Yeah. I was happy that last time in like the Orange View or whatever that was, that big ass greenhouse that no one really was playing there that we wanted to see. That was yeah. insane. You know, 35 degrees. Let's let's put a greenhouse down as a stage. <laughs> right. Um, Sunray James and Ryan Marciano were playing there when Kev and I went to 
Yeah, I know, but I just, well, and I've seen them enough as well. Freedom safe doesn't collapse this time. <laughs> or at least, so we make it through the weekend one. <laughs> well, we've got weekend one again, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> they are going to reinforce the shit out of that. <laughs> we team the structural engineers in there every weekend, every week. Like, oh wait, gotta make sure it stays up. Yeah, but they said it was the heat. Didn't they? They did it. The second weekend. I was pleasantly surprised. They said because it's three weekends this year that stages would close earlier to sort of meet the neighbors halfway, but they're not. Oh, yeah. They're still along for 21. <laughs> no, nobody tell the neighbors. <laughs> oh, we've got Garrett's Garrett back as a close. closer on Sunday, yeah. And somebody big is on a, a freedom stage at the close. Oh yes, Paul Yes, Paul Pogrenner, that's what it is. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's gonna be a difficult one because I didn't go to see Fatboy Slim and I regretted it. And yeah, now I'm like, Paul Pogrenner would be great. But do you remember that we went to see Paul Brenner in 2018 when it was just you, Jeremy, and we left after half an hour. We, we did like Sky and Sand or whatever that song is. And then after that, we just, to be fair, it was a day set, so maybe he'll play something yeah. different. But we left. We weren't super impressed. We'll see. Plus, he goes on later than Garrick's. No, he goes on 10.30 till 12. Yeah. And then, oh, he goes on until later, yeah, but just, yeah. just 10 minutes, so that's oh, okay. not gonna... But then you've got the main stage people flooding out back to the campsite, and then you'll have the... Freedom stage, 20 minutes behind them. Yeah, but don't forget that there's more day people than there are uh, oh, yeah, campsite people. So you're fighting against that stream. The... It's just a logistical nightmare. It's just, it's giving me a headache already. My next track coming up is is not one that I would usually I would expect I wouldn't expect here at Rose Garden, but it's just a great track, like one of my favourite tracks from so many times. I can hear it in the background, like the just the one note. I love it with this drum beat. This drum loop is still going on from the previous track. Yes, of course. <laughs> See, now don't ask me any names or any 
song titles, but yes. So it's Cola by Camelfan and there Elberg. Is, there is no, no party I've ever been to with you that this wasn't played. <laughs> Never. And for some reason, I always very clearly see Michelle dancing to this as well. Like, you know how she certain songs just go Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Same with the... Um, Housework song, I just see Michelle doing her I like what I've mixed this with, and it's it's a bit of a left field mix. Um, I'll let you listen to it and I'll explain it a bit more. Okay. It's also a hard one to mix with this song. I did, so um, I'm, I like to drop things in, take them out again, put them in, drop them out again, because what I'm doing in the sort of three phrases before that, I'm going to get a little bit technical, is I'm practicing the, the right mix when you've got an offbeat vocal. It's hard to get it right first time, so you've got to run it through a couple of times your headphones. So then I'll drop it into the actual song and then take it out again. Like a dolphin, just out of the water and back in. Ooh, like the Rose Garden's tail. <laughs> Walk on Water by The Knox. Nice. That the, the name of the stage was Shoe Dance, I think, but the whole shoe you were referring to, I think, is Pussy Lounge. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> It was, it was everything I hate about dance music. <laughs> so this Walk on Water song I used for a video, I found on my hard drive like six, eight gigabytes worth of surfing videos from when, our summer last year, when we were down in Hainan province. Yeah. And I was like, I need to just either do something with these videos or delete them. So I stitched them all together and this was the soundtrack to the video. So I've been listening to it. It wasn't again and again. Yeah. yeah, so you know me, I'm like, oh just I'll just chuck these videos together. And it was a ten minute job, which turned into like a six hour job with, with scrolling titles sure. and stuff. So this song was over and over again in my head. So when it came to putting this mix together, I'm like, you know what? I love that song now. It it's going in. <laughs> Well, it fits with the with the vibe, doesn't it? I want to see that video now. <laughs> I'll send you a link to the video. It's quite cool. 
I love the videos that Kev made for when you guys left and he made oh. one when I left as well. And it was just, oh. Every time I watch it, <laughs> it makes me tear up a little. Real love feels like Summer wine, drinking the white. I always drink the white, I never drink the red. I'm on winter wine. <laughs> because? It was the top cold? of the pile. No. <laughs> no, no. I'll tell you what, I wish it was though, because we don't have AC in our kitchen and I record in here so the sound doesn't bellow into the house. And right. in summer, it's freezing. That's why in winter, it's freezing cold. I just put a hoodie on, it's no big deal. But in summer, it's yeah. really hot. So I can, I'm like, I can just stick my head in the fridge, but. But well, you're not that sweaty yet. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad it's not showing up in the video. <laughs> Two more weekends to go after we do it. I know, it's insane. Oh, it's either going to be awesome or it's going to be absolute chaos. Like, but we've said before, and lots of people have said that if you go weekend two, it's like everyone's ironed out the kinks. That you know, yeah. the bar staff know what they're doing, and, and yeah, and grad pros. Yeah, you know, like crazy. So it's got five days to cover. What about these awesome sort of DJ workshop things that you can book now in between the weekends? Yeah. Did you seriously look at that? Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I'm, we don't have the time to do it, but... We don't, sorry, let me say, we don't have the time to do it this year. Right. Yeah, no, fair enough. But I'm thinking next year, bring Connor and Finley along, do the kids one, somebody takes them somewhere, we go to Tomorrowland, we do the DJ festival, and then we go to weekend two, and we just have an absolute belter. And after that, you die. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Most likely. A, a very happy man. But Connor is actually really good at DJing already. Like, um, before I recorded this set, I had 
just I had everything plugged in and set up. And he's like, can I play it? I said, yeah, of course. And I just put like a folder from a previous echo chamber on. And he was working, you know, he knew exactly how to find beats per minute. He was syncing them up. He was looking for songs in the same key. Uh, he was getting oh. the timing pretty much right. And then he was using the wheels to adjust it. And then he just went in all over Hilton's vendor. Like he was searching for his tracks that we both like. And you know, right. Martin Garrix, your Armand Bambier, and Zero Oliver Hilton. Yeah. Typed in Oliver Hilton. Because I've got loads of his stuff. And he just went like track, track, track. Really impressed. Nice. He did a fantastic mix with um, Martin Garrix. And, well, I need to go back into the history of Serato. Uh, High on Life with something else that was. Just really good. So good, and I want to put it into the next time I do an episode. If it fits to the stage, of course. <laughs> yeah, well, who makes it? And then that will fit quite quickly. Or, library. Derek usually has. Um, oh, that's true. He usually has that stage, like whenever it's going to have me or the Lotus or whatever. He usually has that one day. It doesn't have it this year though, because I was looking like, is Y-Tram doing anything? But no. No, he's not. That was a fun set. That was a really good set. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. How almost no one realized that Y-Tram was like an alter ego of Martin Garrix. And as he started playing, more and more people started realizing. And then he wears a mask, so that's why people don't realize as well. And after a while, he pulled it up, and as soon as people saw that, the stage just became absolutely yeah. yeah. And he plays different kind of music as well, though. He does, same yeah. With, uh, yeah. Same with Oliver Heldens when he does. Um, I'm blanking. What's his? Hilo. Hilo. get that well because you got like you right you, you yeah. this set is completely different from what you did last time but when you get known for a certain sound that's right i like being able to switch uh like there's no pressure on me to, like i could play 70s funk you know yeah. no, nobody cares <laughs> well we care I mean, yeah <laughs> care. yeah I know, but i like to think if i did play 70s funk i would do a good job but right it doesn't matter what I play. Whereas if you're someone like Garrick, you've got to, you just got to bring out the name brand every time. Yeah, that's what people come for. It must be boring though. Yeah. I'm Lost Frequencies is only doing their live thing. What is that? I think. So it's more of like acoustic, kind of acoustic. Oh, like, like having people play along. Song. Yeah, yeah, he's got like an actual band. So it'd be like Armin only sort of stuff, where it's him plus the live artist he's paired with. Sort of, but also with Armin only, it's still the high-paced Armin music, yeah. whereas with Lost Frequency, it actually does take sort of the, the beat or the, the bass out of it. Anyway. But he's, put, he's putting lots of stuff on Instagram because apparently that's the only actor doing this summer. Or that's the one he's pushing. 
So he's putting lots of stuff out on Instagram. So you can have a look to see. Like he's got a couple of clips with him practicing with his band. Yeah. He is playing somewhere. Just, uh, he's playing weekend three. He's playing, he's playing our weekend. Oh, you mean without the live He's game. playing as Lost Frequencies weekend two and weekend three. Yeah. And then he's playing Lost Frequencies live. Uh, weekend one, two, and three. So he's doing uh, weekend right. shortchanges on Felix. Well, that means he'll probably be on the gathering. Oh, of course. Of course he will be. Why? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> he was last time. That's true. I remember That's by the a- time it was Saturday and we were going to be eat. And I was like, who would it be? Who would it be? And Jen yeah. was like, well, by the way, this is going, it's got to be Felix because he's just <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. That, that would be really good if it was him because Jen would be so pleased. If what at the gathering or at BE? At uh, gathering. Okay, so yeah. I, I reckon it's going to be Afrojack and Lost Frequencies at the gathering for weekend one, and here's why. Yes. Because Afrojack's playing weekend two and weekend three, and Lost Frequencies is playing weekend one, weekend two, weekend three. Like Afrojack's doing oh, back back rehab. Oh, he's saying weekend one, Afrojack's only back back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then weekend two, three, he's on his own. And frequencies, Lost Frequencies is uh, doing the live thing all three weekends, plus he's doing his own thing weekend two and three. Okay, one hiccup in this theory. So Afrojack, yes, he's doing his thing on the, on the, fri- on the Friday, so that would make sense, just stay the night. But Lost Frequency, I think, doing his thing on the Saturday. No? Sorry, listeners, you're not oh, no, just he's getting on the Sunday. Us. You're just getting us talking Sunday. about Tomorrowland lineup. Sunday, you mean? No, on the, at the gathering. Oh, was it WW last time? I, I really don't feel like I appreciated them at the time because now I love WW. Like that's one of my running podcasts. This was a mistake in my in my mixing. I forgot that um, this track had quite such a fat bass, and I'm like, oh wait. I, that was supposed to come down and I was like panicking trying to get my, my drums back up from my next track. I like it though. <laughs> it mixes it up a little bit. Because you've got the synth feature that I'm bringing in. That was supposed to be the top layer of this. Right. This is a panic mix. Continuing to geek out about stages. Friday, weekend one, main stage. Yes. We've got 
After Dark was Rehab, we've got Fisher, Armin Van Buren, Hardwell. Major Laser sound system is closing the main stage, and I'm like, meh. But I, I will put up with them because you've got four good acts before that. And then at Freedom Stage, you've got Christoph, and then Ida Enberg, which, who I'm not familiar with. And you've got yeah, George Warren and Eric Fritz. Oh, she, oh, there's this one song from her from like 2009 that just went absolutely, like it, it went viral. Well, that wasn't a thing maybe back in 2009, but she's pretty great. The problem is though, it's so great. Yeah, and it's hot. Like, it's a hot, hot stage. But I know, I know what um, Kevin and Dave and Stacey are probably going to want to do. So atmosphere right behind has Charlotte DeVita. Well, I was going to say, like as I scroll down, I'm like, oh wait, Charlotte DeVita uh, atmosphere, but she's closing Charlotte DeVita. Um, exactly. So when you're done with Hartwell, you could mosey on to atmosphere for her last. Or album. or Vinnie Vici is, and Morton and Vinnie Vici are under the library. Like yeah, ten till midnight. Yeah, but that's at the same time as um, Hardwell, so you'd have to give up. And Armin. So you'd have to give up Armin and Hardwell, like... No, but you could go to Headhunters, but I don't care for them. No. No. Yeah, I reckon after Hardwell, go to Charlotte DeWitt. That's a good idea. Well, you know what the thing is? On Saturday, you're probably perfectly fine sort of leaving at 12. If there's no one you really want to see, like, oh, it's okay. You know, we don't need to see the final thing. We'll see it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but on the Friday, that's just not in the not special the newbies will want to stay till, till one. Who's Bobalicious? <laughs> I know. I, I keep looking at this thing like, who's this person? Who's this person? Uh, on the Saturday at the library, there's W&W. Then Nicky Romero and then Rehab. Like that's a, that's a pretty good three hours right there at the library. I, I just love that stage. I just love the, the little hill yeah. with the. It's just such a. Because I was actually looking at it and going, oh, why is there no like really good hosts at that stage? Because it's on the fucking Nervo. And Nervo's on day three. Oh, wrong weekend. Mike Williams, WW. Yeah, Nicky Romero. But it's especially a great stage during the day. Yeah, for sure. Like, like Offenbach at 7. One of, one of Jen's favourite memories of Tomorrowland is us dancing in the spray. Yeah. At that stage. Yeah, but it is the greatest stage. I'll probably, on this, because Friday's packed, so on the Saturday, I'll probably just end up walking over there around 3-ish. And then, even though it isn't anyone I know, or anyone else only like, if it's good enough, I'll stay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's here's my my debate on Sunday. So okay. Sunday, uh, main stage is Nervo, Kolsch, Lost Frequency Live, Marshmallow, for an hour and a half. No, sorry, for an hour. And then Martin Garrix to close. Yeah. Like, great, Martin Garrix's goal is fantastic, but Marshmallow, really? Yeah, I don't know what he's doing there. So, you can go I'd to be fine. Zone. Well, yeah, but he's all the way at the freedom stage, and he's on for oh. two hours, an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Followed by Paul Cockerford in there, so, like, by the time you get over there, you see ten minutes, time to come back again. Well, but are you, 
Because I'm not super, I don't necessarily have to see Nerva or Kolsch. I'd actually think it might be fun to see Medusa, really. Yeah. Could be fun. Medusa and Clapton. But then you miss lost frequencies, unless he's at the gathering. And this is, this is again, we're back yeah. to, is, is Felix doing the gathering? Yeah, <laughs> send him a message. <laughs> what time Sonderling? Sonderling is at like, he's not doing well. He's at like the, the stage that's even tinier. What's it called? Like the Kari, the Kari, Kari Saba? The beach one. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, he's not. No, no, no. I lie. I'm, I'm lying. He's at Sexy by Nature. The, oh yeah, uh, 4.30 till 6 is a perfect time for Zonderling. Perfect. And actually there's nobody else on at that time that I'd want to see. No. Oh, you know, who's closing that stage? Tommy. Oh, and there's also somebody getting from my Marciano for two hours. Like, that's, a, yeah. that's a pretty good. And Sophie Tucker. You know what, that's actually a really good run from 4.30 till the end of the day. I don't know if I yeah, I'm not such a big fan of Sonny and Ryan though. There's a lot of oh, hey, ho, let's go. Oh, yeah, down, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember uh, Rinke and Lane and I were at, oh, I forget the name, but whatever they wanted the, the, the new version of. Um, what's the thing called a Guna that everyone just went to? Uh, sandbox. Sandbox. So I had one of you there, like a different sandbox thing. And we were staying at the same hotels with the DJs. So like Kevin McLeese and, and Ruben the Wolf and all of them. Hey, so we drank champagne with them, etc., and chatted. And after the first day, we're having breakfast, and they were like, "Oh, you know, who did you prefer? Who did you like?" There was just one stage, so it wasn't. Yeah. Um, and I said, well, you know, to be honest, I sometimes get a little bit sick of the, hey, oh, oh, everybody sit down, and they're like, oh, it's fucking hilarious when you're on stage. They're like, little puppets on your, like, puppets <laughs> on your strings. I'm like, well, that's how I feel, and it's not a great feeling. <laughs> that's funny. Like, fair enough, I can imagine that from, you know, from your DJ booth, that's what it looks like. But, yeah. And it depends also like who does it and where it is. I mean, when at the main stage, when they do a sit down, when everybody just jumps up, I and mean, that's amazing, that's just ridiculous, because there's, you know, there's 100,000 people jumping up at the same time. It's, it's just this amazing feeling. But when it's like these tiny stages and there's you know, 500 people, it's like, no, dude, don't make us jump your hoops. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you who I've seen do it well is, is uh, videos of Fatboy Slim, like seeing him do it, he's, you know, I'm not playing, I'm not, play, I'm not drop, letting this drop go until all y'all yeah. sitting down, and I'll just keep this loop going, sit down, you, <laughs> you there in the orange t-shirt, sit down, you're ruining it for everybody. <laughs> Love it. You're just, I think you're never going to get over the fact that you didn't go to see him in 2018, this is just until he plays. Until I get to see him, yeah. uh, or until he dies. It's just going to be... Which is going to He's got some amazing stuff this summer. Like, he, I love so many of his lockdown mixes. I've talked about this before in the show. Like, his lockdown mixes on YouTube were just awesome. And he's got so many yeah. good festival things happening this year. He's, he's taken over like a crappy British holiday home for a week. 
for yeah. some lady. Yeah. He was uh, in Amsterdam about a month and a half ago on a Sunday. Yeah, I saw I it. Didn't, I, I didn't know, complete ignorance on my part. And my brother texts me like at 10 a.m. on the Sunday. Okay, I my brother can go either. He's like, friends of mine have an extra ticket. you want to go? Um, well, I had to work the next day, which was a problem. But also, I was stuck at home with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you did the, the sensible thing. I would have. I don't know that I would have. <laughs> oh, well, uh, well, no, because I was smart enough and I did go see it. That's true, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but yeah, that was... Oh, and I'm going... Did I tell you? So, next week, Monday, my brother's taking me somewhere. I don't know where. I could easily find out if I Google it. Because apparently it's not very don't far Google from it. here. Don't Google it. I know, you I just haven't. Go. I haven't. And he's... He's told me this like four months ago like he said can you make it's on a monday evening so can you make sure you've got the tuesday off you don't need the monday off because you'll need to be somewhere at six but you can work the monday yeah you just need to take a train after work so if it's on a monday it's got to be someone huge like from a rock because someone yeah like anything else will be like a weekend, weekend. yeah so you have to let us know who it is. Yeah, like I, I expect to be walking because of the time difference. I expect to be woken up at two in the morning. Like, oh my goodness, yes. get this! It's Fatboy Slim. And I'm like, how oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> but can you imagine? Though, it is ev- taking everything in my power not to look it up online oh. because there's not there's you know there's a website that lists every single DJ thing that's happening on every single day of the year in Holland. I can just yeah. go there and. and I'm not I do know though that half a year from now, on a Monday as well, I'm going to see Swedish House Mafia. We've had those tickets in September last nice. year. Nice. Yeah, that'll be good. See, yes, listeners, one of my one of my worries about getting Monique on the show is she's so much cooler than Kevin and I. <laughs> it's not true. I live in a country where it's easier to be cooler. That's correct. That, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you, the yeah. opportunity is everything. And only just. I mean, I only just moved here, so... Yeah. Um, okay, you guess how much a ticket is to go see Swedish House Swedish Mafia. Swedish House Mafia. Nothing, nothing VIP, just regular dance floor peeps. But it's six hours of them, yeah? Oh, it's going to be like 60 euros. 110. Whoa. Oh, Jesus. This is like my dad when I told him how much I paid for a ticket to see it in the park. Like, you paid yeah. how much? <laughs> yeah, 110 euros. 110 euros, man. That's like half a Tomorrowland ticket. Mm, maybe a third well, Maybe yes, a third of Tomorrowland ticket. Well, if you don't count camping, maybe. Yeah. yeah. This is well, why I think Tomorrowland is just such a good experience. We're do- is that, that's it, listeners. We're going to bang on about Tomorrowland from now until... Yeah. Oh, probably October. But, you know, anyone anyone who does want to listen to that already stopped listening a couple of episodes ago. I yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, but that's, that's, that's a cool gig to go to. But, and the good thing is, I paid it last year, October. So by the time I actually go, you know, October 2022, yeah. that's money that I haven't seen for a year anyway. Done. <laughs> I'm, I'm at that stage with our flights to the UK and back. So. Yeah. We've... 
we've got like flight allowances from school that we've not so used. Well, we, like we've taken what allowances and I've just stuck it in an account. We booked flights to the UK via Canada. Sorry, we've got flights to the UK, no problem. Nobody cares if we leave China. Getting back in though is difficult. So we had flights going Glasgow, uh, Toronto, Toronto, Canada, uh, Toronto, Shanghai. But there's passport issues with like. You have to fly direct from your home country unless there's not a direct flight from your home country. So we have to go not via Canada. In separate we ways. To, yeah, well, there's not direct flights from the UK to China. So I have to go via okay. another country. But Jen's American, so we, she has to go via America. And then a couple of weeks ago, Hong Kong's like, do a week with us and then go into China. And everyone's going, great. So I've cancelled our Canada flights and we're doing that instead. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But did you actually get your money back? Uh, September. And they were not cheap flights. Like, I'm talking, we could buy a car <laughs> when yeah, that yeah, money comes back. Yeah. I mean, not a very good car, but yeah. A co- well, on wheels. Yeah. <laughs> a little Skeletrix set. No. <laughs> My car's been in, there, in and out of the garage for Oh, and uh, that that was um, play by Purple Disco Machine. Oh! <laughs> I just realised like what, that was a very different episode to uh, to our normal like a chamber because Monique sorry, and I have just talked over all the music. <laughs> no, I have absolutely just, loved it, and I don't even care if the listeners enjoyed it. We just don't talk enough, Brenda. That's that's I guess that's you know what Agreed. we can take away from this show. <laughs> So the, usually this is where the point where Kevin will tell me what he thought of the mixing and the and the vibes and I thought and it was on song. point. Uh, good, that's the, the that's something he likes to say. Yep, go on. Yeah. What else does he say? <laughs> 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 I think this was a great mix for catching the essence of afternoon rose garden dancing. And the fun thing is, it is exactly like this because whenever you're there, you're just chatting away. The music is there, you take a little half minute to listen, but it's just the afternoon, you're just chilling, you're catching up on whatever, or just talking about the people walking around you, looking at how silly they are. So you managed to capture that beautifully. Well, you know what, if I close my eyes and pretend you don't have a sexy Dutch accent, it's almost like listening to Kev talking. (laughs) (laughs) No, his voice goes up way higher than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And thank you, Monique, for being my guest host. Like, it's Loved been it. too Loved long it. since we had you. You can call me anytime. Good. I'm glad. We'll hopefully be back next week. But you know what we're like recently. We're a little bit ropey with the whole see you next week thing. But I'm going to say it anyway. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye.